a scripture reading from Romans 8. We know that the whole creation has been groaning in labor pains until now. And not only the creation, but we ourselves, who have the fast fruit of the Spirit, groan inwardly while we wait for adoption, the redemption of our bodies. For in hope we were saved. Now hope that is not seen is not hope. For who hopes for what is seen? But if we hope for what we do not see, we wait for it with patience. Likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. For we do not know how to pray as we ought, but the very Spirit intercedes with sighs too deep for words. And God, who searches the hearts, knows what is the mind of the Spirit, because the Spirit intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. The Gospel of the Lord. Thanks be to God. What is the Holy Spirit doing in your life? For me, this question takes me to the past few weeks. A lot has been happening back home. I mean, my home country, DR Congo, but also the world at large. Actually, scratch that. The whole past year and a half has just had a lot altogether. Never in my life did I think I would ever be as present and aware of the world's suffering and groanings. From a global pandemic to natural disasters, racial and social injustices, I have witnessed the world stand for some of the most inhumane acts against fellow humans. I have seen people lose hope in the midst of all of this chaos and in their anxiousness and distress, they have turned against one another. The news has been filled with so much negativity that some days I feel like I am drowning in all of it. I have stayed awake a lot of nights wondering what and how I can do to just make something different. How can I make a change? So when Paul writes, we know the whole creation has been groaning in labor pains until now, and not only creation, but we ourselves. God, that statement feels like it's speaking to my situation. Obviously, I know nothing about labor pains, since as many of you may know, I do not have any children of my own yet. But from what I have heard, it can be quite an experience. The amazing and strong women in my life who have gone through this experience have told me that it can be very painful, but at the same time, it's one of the most beautiful things they have experienced. A pain that you endure because you know at the end of it is a beautiful gift of life. And so it makes a bit of sense that Paul uses this metaphor of labor pains because we too endure the groanings in labor with hope. We too endure the brokenness of our world. We groan with our siblings who are dying in political wars. We groan when we see the economic injustices that wreak our nations. We groan with all of creation in anticipation for God's promise to redeem the whole world and make it whole again. But I have to admit that sometimes waiting is very painful. This anticipation of 
something new is very, very painful. If the last year has taught us anything, it is that waiting can take a tremendous amount of toll on our bodies, minds, and even faith. Even as we get closer to opening back and hopefully getting back into some sort of normal, it still feels like I'm holding my breath, like I'm waiting for something. So waiting is certainly not easy. As we walk in the midst of pain, it, is usually, it usually feels like it is never ending. And even though we have faith and hope in the promise of God for the world to be made whole once again, I have to acknowledge that the reality in the moment does not always feel like there is hope. But this is where Paul's powerful words of the Spirit groaning within us and helping us in our weaknesses, sighing in us when we are clueless about how and what to do, pray for, Hold me in Jesus' loving embrace. A reminder that even when I, am, when I am at loss for what to do, God, the Holy Spirit, is there to guide my words. That even at my lowest, God will cater for what I need. That our sighs and groans are accompanied by the Holy. That God has already made provision even, when my, even for my shortcomings for the shortcomings of our entire world. I am reminded of a scene from a very, a movie that I love very generously, um, the movie of Moana. There's a scene in there when Moana goes to meet Teka, who is the spirit that has been destroying her, their, cre their creation. When she meets Teka, she realizes that Teka is the same spirit, the same life-giving spirit, Tefiti, that she's actually looking to restore the heart so that their nation can flourish again. When Moana meets Teka, she says a wor words that have resonated with me for such a long time. She says, this is not who you are. I know who you are. With these words, Moana restores the heart back to Teka and Teka transforms back into Tefiti, the life-giving spirit. You see, in the distress of searching for her heart, Tefiti had forgotten who she really was, something that was already embedded in her being, a life-giving spirit. She had forgotten that because she lost something. Like Moana, Paul's words are a reminder to me of God's burning presence in my heart. The Holy Spirit who dwells within us, searching our hearts in the groanings and the sighs, walking in and through us, reminding us that the groanings and sighs for our neighbors are not in vain, that they are accompanied by the Holy and held by a Holy God that the nights that we stay awake wondering how and what to do when we know there is nothing we can do physically are also a presence of the Holy. Paul's words are a reminder of who we are and whose we are. Children of God, adopted by the Holy Spirit through Jesus Christ, and even though sometimes we might feel alone and lost and at loss for what to do, we are never alone.
We have been given a mother, an advocate who intercedes and teaches us what and how to pray, who joins us together with all of creation in our groanings, empowering us to keep hope in the promises of God, that everything that we do is never in vain, that it is all held by our God, loving us and reminding us every day of our connectedness to everything that was created. With this, I finish with these words from a United Methodist pastor, Dr. James C. Hall. He says, Spirit of the living God, fall afresh on me. Spirit of God, descend upon my heart. Win it from earth. Through all its pulses, move. Stoop to my weaknesses, mighty as thou art. Make me love thee as I ought to. Amen. <laughs>